Welcome to Feedback Loop. Welcome back. Yeah, well, episode two. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. I'm Joey. And we're doing this still. We're, yeah. Two weeks in a row, going, Ch- going strong. Change the name. Change the name. We're Feedback Loop. We are no longer uh, Charismatic, Charismatic Tunes. Tunes. We're no longer that. was a nonsensical title. I mean, it wasn't nonsensical. It was a spur-of-the-moment title. It was a spur-of-the-moment title. Uh, so, Feedback Loop. That's what we're going with. For now, we'll see if we change it. <laughs> Until we come up with a better name, I Until guess. Until we come up with a better name. Um, this week, this past week, we listened to I Disagree by Poppy. Yes. Uh, very interesting album. Jeremy's choice. My choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose this album uh, because I'm a fan of Poppy. Uh, have a history with Poppy, as much as one can have with an artist that didn't really get big until like four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty dramatic. Um, this album specifically, though, uh, it tied in with what we were talking about last week. Uh, you mentioned offhandedly that by yeah. the end of our show, <laughs> we would uh, bridge the gap between pop music and, and black, black metal. metal. Yes. This isn't exactly black metal, but it's it's kind of a new metal, yeah. kind of heavier, yeah. uh, but also a lot of pop. So I chose that. Um, also, I think Poppy as an artist is worth discussing. Oh, yeah. Uh, just from the evolution of her music and also her personal uh, career life stuff. YouTube stardom. YouTube stardom. Uh, she started as doing covers on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, she met Titanic Sinclair. It, it, he it turned was, her into Poppy, I guess. He, tur- he turned her into Poppy. I think she was... Maybe not. Uh, maybe I should have fact-checked this a bit better. Um, but she was doing covers on her own. Met Titanic. She became that Poppy. Yeah. Uh, initially for an EP, and then she did three studio albums as Poppy, just Poppy, uh, as well as some weird YouTube shit, which uh, I'll talk about later yeah. if you weren't already aware. Um, I was aware of it. I don't know any context for it. Yeah, yeah. What I do know is that apparently there was a, a proto-Poppy before Poppy was Poppy who was a different woman. Yes, and we'll get into that. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll get into that. Um uh, I, I I kind of want to go through the the album first, and then at the end, I'll give some context that, okay. that might uh, some change. Much needed context. Yeah. Um, also, as I said, I'm a fan. Uh, that's why I chose this album. I've been to a, a live show. Oh man, of Poppy for her first album. I'm a hipster, you know, whatever. Oh, before she was. Cool. I, I have a shirt uh, that's bright blue, which is not a color I wear, <laughs> but it says uh, I am not an occult led by Poppy, <laughs> which. Uh, but you are. I am. It, it's weird, and we'll we'll get more. I'll, I'll kind of explain more on, on the cultism of it later as well, because um, I think that's worth talking yeah. about. But uh, did have you had you heard of Pop, Pop, Poppy? Can't even say. I had heard of Poppy before. What, yeah. What's your context? My po- my whole context was I'm Poppy. Like that yeah. one video. Yep. Like I just YouTube. Yeah. That's yes. all I knew her from, and like. I had heard that she made music, but I never yeah. looked into it. I never watched. I saw the video of her like talking to a plant or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some weird shit out there. That was about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk more about that. Uh, not specifically that video, but yeah. the videos in, in general uh, afterwards. Uh, but we're gonna go, go ahead and get right into this. Uh, I disagree. By Poppy. Album cover. Not necessarily uh, anything thrilling. Yeah. It's a picture of Poppy's face. Poppy is uh, a, a woman named Mariah Pereira. 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 Um, she, unlike her other albums, uh, all three of her albums have her on it in, in some fashion. 
uh, fashion. That's also there kind of go. that's also kind of important in the context of Poppy. But um, this album specifically, she has it. I can't tell if they just black and white in the picture, or yeah. if she is painted up white, or a combination of the two. Uh, it's very it's a black and white image. Yeah. Um, for lack of better clarity, uh, has her face on it. She's kind of like looking down a little bit. She's wearing a spiked collar. And on top of the picture, it looks like they've painted, yeah, gore, like uh, corpse paint, yeah, uh, something. That is, it's but it's not even really corpse paint. It's like they've they've uh, painted some black makeup onto her face. To me, I thought it looked like a superimposed, like you know those hardcore metal band names, yeah. like yeah. stylized band names. It looked like yeah. they superimposed that over her face. Yes, almost. That's that's very. It's very apt. Uh, it does go around her eyes yeah. and, and uh, outlines her mouth, so it's clearly like supposed to be on her face. Yeah. It's not something that was created separately and then moved on yeah. um, necessarily. But uh, you can tell that it's superimposed because it goes on her hair. Yeah. It's just straight over her hair. <laughs> and you can't really see her nose, um, but not, not super fascinating. It's interesting to look at, I guess, but not, not a lot to talk about. Um, it catches your eye. Does it? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. If I if I saw it, I'd be like, "What? What's this?" Yeah, it I guess if you flip through records, yeah. yeah. Well, because when you see black metal, because it looks like That's a true. black metal cover, that is fair. And you see a girl. That's it's true. Like, not not a common thing. It's like, what's that? Which is something we'll we'll, just, we'll get into yeah. maybe in this album, uh, and maybe I should up front. Uh, you have a history, yeah, of not being that into female vocalists. I am. It's and I didn't know that we were. I didn't prepare for this. Because it sounds terrible, and it kind of is terrible. Yeah, I mean, but everyone has taste. It everyone was knows. like my musical background. I straight up like hard, hardly listened to music until I was in maybe late middle school, and that's around the time that I I started listening to like the Dropkick Murphys, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks. Yeah, and then I met a friend, Mitch. Yep, and uh, we got we got into metal. I that's the crowd I was in, yeah. and it was like macho whatever sure. and it's like it started out and it was like if i listened to a girl it almost seemed like it yeah sh- i shouldn't have no absolutely and i was i was actually uh i think we should save this for another podcast maybe we'll do one just talking about our musical backgrounds yeah. and how we got into the music that we're into yeah but i was literally thinking about this earlier uh today or yesterday um how musical tastes were defined in middle school yeah. and, and high school, and there were certain taboos. Specifically, I, I was thinking about pop music, Yeah, right? If you were a male in middle school listening to a female-led pop vocalist, you're going to call names. Yeah. You're, you're going to get like made fun of. You're getting super called names. Yeah. Like, you're a guy like Britney Spears right. or Katy Perry that's not, or whatever. That's not kosher. You can't do that's that. It's not cool. It's you not just... trendy. On the other hand, if you listen to uh, a male led pop act such as Backstreet Boys you're still getting made fun of yeah if you listen to a boy band it's, it's you like can't all, listen pop to pop. Mu- <laughs> all pop music is made for girls yeah if you're in middle school yep um, so the only alternative is hip hop and metal yeah that's pretty much what it came down to yep. obviously it's not that clear cut yeah but I, I was thinking about that earlier today yeah. it's it's interesting stigma is a crazy thing it is it'll form the rest of your life yeah almost. and yet here we are <laughs> listening to Poppy female led metal Slash pop act, yeah. Um, but but that's kind of a, that's kind of a tangent. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that maybe at at some point. I could uh, talk for hours about that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting the, just the psychology and stuff behind. Yeah, but uh, we're not psychologists. I'm not. I dropped we're, we're out. Critics. Of, we're I'm, not even critics. <laughs> we're just 
Two dudes. Yeah, two Talk, dudes. Talking about music. Charismatic dudes. Charismatic dudes. <laughs> feedback loop, Joey. There feedback we go, loop. feedback loop. We are looping feedback into each other. So let's <clears throat> first track? First track. Is that, is that what we're doing? We're doing it. Concrete? Uh, total track, before we go into that, 35 minute long. Yeah. Short album. Talk about short albums. Oh, yeah. Briefly last year. Last week. Last year. Last year. Jesus, last week. Last show. Uh, it's a short album. It and, is a short album. And it's expected in yeah. the context of Poppy, I think, because pop music is generally short. Yeah. All the tracks on this album are around three and a half to two and a half minutes. Yeah. Except for the last track. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to when we get there. So, track number one, Concrete. Three and a half minutes. Yeah. I think it's a good opener. It's a good opener. It, it is. is. A good opener. It's, it's good for this album. Yeah. Um... It has it is kind of a lead in from the previous album. Okay. Which uh, is and maybe this belongs more at the end, um, but her previous album was mostly electronic pop music. Okay. There was little to no metal, but the last track or two on that album uh, dipped into the, into concrete stuff. Yeah. Right. It, it's the profile of concrete is is kind of like. It, it sets the tone well for the album because it, it's got some like really heavy kind of dark uh, music. Yeah. But it also has some really sweet and like it, poppy. Dude, this this song changes genres. Yeah. At, like every fifteen seconds, yeah. which is why it's a great opener for this album. Because which also does that. <laughs> yeah, this whole album does that. But like. The beginning heavy portion is almost like groove metal in the way that it's like you can feel it. Yeah. But it'll it lasts for like twenty seconds yep. and then it jumps into like I wrote out a progression of it because she whispers her vocals at the yes. beginning, then it changes to that groove metal type thing, and then it's almost like a bubblegum pop. Yep. Where she's like, Bury me in concrete. Yeah. Like And that's very much her old aesthetic. Yeah. Is bubblegum pop. I mean she her first EP is Bubble Bath. Okay. EP. That's yeah. the name of the EP. That's where she started. Yeah. Right? And I think that's that's why it's interesting and worthy uh, talking about the, the album as a full and talking about her career yeah. as, as a whole, which I'll get into later. But, uh, yeah, super interesting. This, the the whole, like, hook of the song is uh, bury me six feet deep, cover me in concrete, yes. turn me into a street. Yes. Which um, uh, I read a little bit about um, because I wasn't 100% certain. And it make, made sense after I read it. Uh, I for For the record... Uh, I looked up all of the lyrics to this album uh, in, in spite of what I said last week about me not really focusing on lyrics I looked yeah. up the lyrics uh, and kind of like looked into some context of it um, just to kind of help me yeah. focus more because I, I want to get better at it Yeah, uh, I want to get better at analyzing lyrics because I think it's a very important part of music yeah. despite me not listening to lyrics <laughs> um, but yeah so that the, bury me six feet deep cover me in concrete turn me into a street um, she said in an interview I believe that it's about killing off an older version of yourself. Yeah, she she wants to bury that part of her. Yes, and as far as turning her into a street, uh, a lot of famous people when they when they die get things named after them. Yeah, so I think it's just kind of like a she yeah. wants, she wants she wants a street name. She after wants her. the old poppy to die and have her own version of Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard. Exactly. It's like yeah, yeah. Which these lyrics made me think, and I don't know this because I'm not in the know of the poppy lore. Sure, but. Was the whole Titanic Sinclair thing going on while she was recording this album? It's unclear. Okay. Um, Titanic, uh, Corey Mixter is Titanic Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a writing credit for the whole album, every, okay. every song on the album. I don't think 
he probably wouldn't have put that lyric in there. Right. It's not necessarily about them. Uh, for those who don't know, Poppy and Titanic Sinclair, or Mariah and Cora Mixter, um, were were Poppy. Yeah. Until after this album released, I believe, or after this album was done recording, uh, there was some nasty breakup between them. I say breakup; they weren't in a relationship. Yeah. Um, but they they split. Titanic Sinclair is no longer involved in Poppy, um, for better or worse. Probably better. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, get into that. we'll get into that later. Um, so, so yeah, um, I forget why that was relevant. Um, but, yeah, the lyrics. Yeah. I don't necessarily think any of the lyrics on the song are about uh, Corey Mixture. Okay. Or are about this. I had a few notes on other songs because I didn't know. In, like, in my notes, there are all the times where I'm like, is this related to the... Yeah, like, and, and I don't it'll, know. it'll all make sense later, I think. Um, there, there has been a progression okay. of Poppy as a character okay. throughout the albums. Um, so I think this is just the next step of, of that transition. Is okay. she, wants, she wants the old Poppy dead. Yeah. Right. Does the artist want Poppy dead, or does the character the artist is playing want Poppy dead? Yeah. Not 100% clear. Um, but maybe that's the point. Yeah, it's all you know. It's all yeah. it's all subjective. I did want to say, this song ends on like a '90s girl <laughs> country, yeah. like Shania Twain almost. Yes, sound and it's awesome. Like somehow you can go from like because there's like a hardcore breakdown in the middle. Of, yeah, like, like and it's you're not the only one on this album. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like you're listening <laughs> to like. Any metal that starts with, that ends in core, like yeah. <laughs> it has a breakdown. This sounds like it, yeah. And it's just hundred percent. Somehow they can go from that to like Shia, Shania Twain, like within a measure, yeah. Seamlessly like, there's, too. There's a break and it all makes sense, yeah. Like, well, maybe not makes sense, but it works. But it, it works. Yeah. And it sounds good and it's yeah. appealing. And that's what I like about this album. Uh, and it, it's more so in a lot of the other songs, but even in this song, it's it's new metal. It's kind of core metal, yeah. Right. But it also has a lot of pop elements, and it's very catchy. Yeah. Which a lot of metal, especially in the core genres, right, aren't necessarily catchy. Yeah. But they're good. I, I listen to a lot of it. Uh, I say a lot of it. I listen to some yeah. core, uh, some like hardcore punk, and some some other cores, grindcore. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what I like about this album. And maybe we're spending too long. I don't know. We're spending too long maybe on this track. We're but like, about the album. it's yeah, because it's kind of a theme without the whole throughout the whole album, and it's. Like, with the cores and whatever, there's almost a barrier of entry. Kind of like with black metal calling back to why we even picked this album. Right. It's like there's this insular circle of yeah. people who like it, and they're like, Fuck get videos. out. Yeah, yeah like, we don't. whatever. We don't care. Like, if you like it, cool, but, like, we're not going to try to form music to make you yeah. like it. And it's almost like this can break yeah, the it's barrier a, it's a of gateway. entry. Yeah. It's a gateway. And I think this is where the podcast alone... Uh, separately, in, and I might actually talk about this at work because we have kind of a stand-up uh, thing every month where someone just gets up and talks about whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested in musical gateways. Yeah. And finding tracks or artists that can uh, bridge gaps for people. Oh yeah. To get them because I think at at its core, any person can like any genre or. Yes. I don't want to say any artist, yeah, but to an extent, uh, you can understand a lot of music better. You just have to find the right gateways. For exactly, it. you have to have the right setup and the right context before you listen to it. Because it's yeah. like if you've never listened to any sort of metal or whatever, and you instantly go to the hardest shit, it's like, yeah, you're not gonna like. Yeah, it you're gonna at s- all. you're gonna sound like one of those old ladies. It's like, are they just screaming? Like, yeah, I, don't- I can't hear anything <laughs> they're saying. Uh, so I think that this this album has the potential to bring a lot of. Uh, pop fans yeah. 
into into metal and eventually maybe into like hardcore stuff. Yeah, uh, which is good. Yeah, it's and, and I it think is good. and I think it's interesting given the context of her discography, which a lot of a lot of the things we're discussing will make perfect sense once I kind of sum it all up at the end. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, hang on, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> uh, if you if you listened to this album with us, which is unlikely because we we have not posted the previous one. Yeah. Yet. Um, but if you've listened but, to this album at all, yeah, I mean, if you listen to this album at all, um, without the full context, there are probably a lot of questions, or a lot of things that you you can infer but aren't sure about, and it yeah. it will all make sense by the end. Uh, with that said, we're gonna go on to the next track. Um, I disagree. Yeah, this is the title track. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite track on the album. Really, it's very catchy. I do like it. It is so catchy. It is very catchy. I've um, been all day had well, pretty much all week. The intro where she's like. What does she want? Yeah, doy shami say. Like she, she. So the song starts out uh, with her kind of whisper chanting. Yeah, some Japanese at you. Uh, I'm assuming you looked it up. I did. I also looked it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> surprise! She's saying I disagree. Yeah. Right, it's the name of the album. It's the name of the track. Uh, it's it's roughly translated to I disagree with you. Yeah. Um, but it it's it's interesting because I would say the next closest artist to Poppy on this album is Baby Metal. Yeah. Definitely, uh, as far as, as that I've heard, I'm sure there are others out there. Yeah, but uh, so it's interesting that she she has kind of the Japanese culture thing, which isn't a, isn't the first time for her. Mm-hmm. She's referred to Japanese as far back as her first album. Um, but yeah, so it, it kind of like has this interesting like quiet hip hoppy almost feel to it. Yeah, and she's just chanting like and, this this phrase and like with the bell in the background throughout the yeah. it like kind of like in the core I guess it's the chorus or the verse. It's like, ding, like, in the background, there's an almost, not offbeat, but it's like, it gets you into a groove while she's, yeah. I guess, you, we should, I don't want to We should maybe play it. Okay. Just a little bit of it. Just a little bit of it. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll play the beginning. So here's the beginning. And then we'll have a breakdown here in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, it's... Uh, it's just good. It's good. It's just good. It's real good. Should I keep going? Uh, so if, if you're trying to find a specific part, um, and, and apologies to to everyone listening, we, we probably should have thought about this a little bit more ahead of time, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, it'll we're, we're doing this live. We'll figure it out. We'll do it live. He, he is trying to resume. There we go. <laughs> yeah, like it turns... I'm gonna stop it yep. because it's it's just cool. To it me is that she can transfer from. I don't want to call it rapping because yeah. it's 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 chanting. It's yeah. It's, it's spoken word. I yeah. guess. But like from that, where there's almost like it's almost like the only instrument is the cymbal, the bell, whatever. Yeah. Just kind of keeping the time, and it's almost. I don't like. I said I don't want to say it's offbeat. But it's like that groove yeah. to where it's almost swingy or something. Yeah. So we're, to where you're like, it feels good. It. Yeah. And then it can instantly change to metal. And yes. It's just it's flawless. Yeah. And not only does it instantly change to metal, it's it's a metal guitar with a very poppy like vocal yeah. melody to it, right? And that's why this is my favorite track on the album. Is that that the chorus of it is so <clears throat> fucking catchy to yeah. me. I don't know what it is, but that song gets stuck in my head on a daily basis. Yeah. And it's fucking insane. 
Uh, I cursed. We still haven't decided if we're doing that. I think uh, we should because it's going to happen. It's it is. So, so maybe we 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 give it our our best foot forward. But yeah. if it happens, it happens. We're not I'm good. pretty good at not cursing. Yeah, you have a child. I do have a child, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. When I talk about music, it's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, overall, lyrically, I think it's a pretty pretty simple, straightforward song. Yeah. Uh, she disagrees. She does with disagree. what she's being told. Yeah. Um, I think more context is um, as you mentioned kind of at the beginning or maybe that was off podcast she changed labels for this album Mm -hmm. so I I think there's some context there Uh, she was on Mad Decent uh, for this album she is signed to Sumerian uh, is there it's just Sumerian music Sumerian Sumerian records Sumerian Sumerian music something but they're a more they're more of a metal act right Mad Decent is is more of like a hip hop because that's Diplo's record it's it's Diplo's uh, yeah label um but yeah, so I, I think it's clear lyrically that she doesn't like being told certain things yeah. from certain people. Uh, and so this is kind of her, and this whole album to an extent, is kind of her dealing with that. Yeah. Saying, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's, that's and she did it well. She did it well. <laughs> and that's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's something. If you haven't listened to this album yet... And and you're not intrigued by this. I don't know what's wrong with you, but <laughs> but go listen to that album. Yeah, it's it's a fun, weird, groovy experience. I didn't think I was gonna like this album. I also I, did. I also didn't think you were gonna like this album at all. I liked it. Uh, I'm glad. That's that's why we're doing this. I'll so save can... the full unadulterated reason why I like I <laughs> sure. liked it for the end. But sure. I, I did like it, and, and that makes me happy because that's that's part of the podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, we want to discover new music. But also, as we kind of touched on uh, before the podcast started, we, we're, we're also going to kind of continue this trend of sharing albums that one of us is familiar with. Yeah. Because it, it allows uh, someone to speak a bit more uh, concisely yeah. about it. Maybe not concisely, but but uh, coherently. Yeah, because there's no chance in hell I would have listened to this album if you hadn't been like, ah, oh, let's listen to this album. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's it's something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of words for it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, next track we Blood got Money. Blood Money, another three minute track. Uh, I disagree; it was also around three minutes. Most of these tracks are about three minutes. I'm not going to bother yeah. commenting on it until the last track, I guess, because it is notably longer. Um, Blood Money. This was uh, one of the singles. So I have a question before this even started. Yeah, like I think this is the one. What is it? Is it is it this one? Or are you thinking of the Marilyn Manson? The Marilyn Manson, yeah. That is, is not this track. Okay. That is uh, Phil the Crown. Okay, okay. Which, well, then we, I'll get to that. We will get to that. And now now everyone listening is like, wait, is Marilyn Manson on this album? <laughs> Stay tuned. You'll find out, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Blood Money um, is, is a bit more like uh, industrial oh, kind of rock sounding okay. one. I'm playing it in my head now. Yeah. Uh, and it, this is the one... Um, what is what is the hook? It's it's she's talking about um, what do you believe when when no one else is, is watching? Is watching. It's what do you believe when everyone is watching? Yes. What do you believe when no one is watching? Which I think is a, I think it's a good lyric. Yeah, because it's just this it, this song is very much I think about hypocrisy. Yeah, and maybe a bit more specifically in a religious context. Yeah, right. Uh, which I think she she comes back to, or maybe this is the track. Uh, I, I listen to this album so many times, but I've never like dissociated each track. Yeah, well, um, it flows pretty well. Like, I think I think it is this one. Yeah, uh, that, that she's she says beg for forgiveness from Jesus the Christ. Yes, that's this song. Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think that's that's right. 
Um, we we could play it. Yeah. If, if, I'm I'm gonna bring up something, and I didn't know if you'd want to play it, which is why. Sure. To to give some context. We got this pulled up on the TV. I just changed the track from I Disagree to Blood Money just in case. Yeah. Because there's something I wanted to bring up. So it starts off like with an electronic industrial yeah. break. And it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. And then it kind of goes back to the chorus. Like it's got this kind of... It's a bit more spacey. Yeah, spacey, kind of chill yeah. music. And then the second time it goes into that <laughs> electro-industrial... Yeah. There is a sound clip in there that I think is from a Tony Hawk game. Oh, really? I think it's like... Do you have a timestamp for it? I don't have an exact timestamp for it. We should find it. I'm going to find it really, really quick. Yeah, Really, so really quick. Never forget the excessive mode. Yes. It's this one. Okay. It's almost here. <laughs> that! Yeah. It's when you pick up that, a VHS tape on the original Tony Hawk game. I, I never associated with that. <laughs> but yeah, that totally sounds like it, it could be uh, the, the sound of picking up a collectible in uh, the original Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater game. It's whenever you pick up the VHS tapes. Yeah, that's just like, totally what it is. Yeah, that's interesting. It's great. Uh, yeah, so that song by was very, uh, an interesting midsection to the song that is kind of overwhelming. It's kind of noisy. Yeah. I used noisy when we were talking about Bliss Riffer. Um, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Noisy is I mean, it's industrial. It's yeah. kind of industrial, kind of like a weird electronic thing. Yeah, I definitely got, like, a lot of the metal sections on this, I got an industrial vibe. Yeah, yeah. This this album is kind of like a weird mixture of like electronic and industrial and yeah. like uh, new metal and like pop. Yeah, it's kind of just all kind of mashed together. And then there's some weird like uh, like folksier kind of stuff even. Yeah, like you mentioned in, in the in the first track. Yeah, uh, where it kind of has this weird almost country esque. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's that's why we're talking about this album. Yeah, it's great. It's a great album. Uh, next track, anything like me. This one. Is pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, for for me, that has context. Maybe even for you, uh, that doesn't have context. This song, I believe, and I believe a lot of people believe, is specifically about the other poppy. That's what I thought. That's what I got from it. Yes. Um. So I guess I can fill that gap here. Yeah. Um. Before Titanic Sinclair met uh, Mariah and made Poppy, uh, Titanic Sinclair was dating uh, the singer of another band, and in her band. Uh, Mars Argo okay. is the name of the band. Um, I think it's Britney Sheets is her name. Uh, I should probably should look that up before. <laughs> I, I'm pretty confident it's Britney Sheets. Um, so Britney Sheets and Corey Mixter and Titanic Sinclair made Mars Argo, and they were dating. And there's a very there's a big emphasis, uh, at least up until this point, on the style of Poppy and the type of content that Poppy releases. And a lot of it is suspiciously similar to stuff Titanic Sinclair was doing with Britney uh, Mars Argo before they broke up. Yeah. So Britney and Titanic Sinclair broke up. I keep calling him Titanic Sinclair instead of Corey Mixter, just out of familiarity. <laughs> um, but they, they broke up. Then he found Poppy. He found Mariah. They made Poppy. Uh, and there's a lot of similarities that... Maybe lead you to believe maybe Corey Titanic Sinclair isn't uh, necessarily in a, in the best place yeah. mentally 
um, to take from his old projects and kind of mold it into new, which I guess happens. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot more context I'll provide at the end of the album, which makes me think it's maybe not a healthy thing. Um, but yeah, so this song uh, is Anything Like Me. It's, it's a whole spiel about you shouldn't be anything like me. Yeah. You'll never be anything like me. Yeah. And I think those lyrics specifically are supposed to be from Britney's perspective. Yeah. Telling Poppy, like, no, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be anything like me. You have to be completely different. Yeah. I don't want you, like, imitating me. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this is just them kind of not necessarily spitting in the face. I think this is a hard album to talk about. Uh, contextually in the real world setting because there was a lot of drama specifically encapsulated in this track but in real life they were in a lawsuit yeah Uh, Mars Argo uh, Britney Sheets sued Titanic Sinclair yeah Uh, I'm not sure if there's been an outcome of that yet Uh, I probably should have looked it up as well I don't think there has Um, but basically uh, Poppy was stealing literal wardrobes Like, in, in a lot of her YouTube videos, she was dressed up exactly like Mars Argo was yeah. in some of Mars Argo's music videos. And there were a lot of similarities in the uh, what the, the video was saying, even. Like, he was essentially, Corey Mixture was dating Britney, they broke up, and Corey Mixture found someone else to project Britney onto. Yeah. Uh, is what it seems like. Uh, which is understandably upsetting from Britney's perspective. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, Corey Mixture was right in doing so yeah. per se but I mean it, it brought us to this album yeah so separating artists from art we're gonna continue yeah uh, unless you have anything else you'd like to say about this track no like I mean like there was a point near the end where there's kind of a spacey guitar that reminded me at the it reminded me of the end of Redbone by Childish Gambino yeah. kind of the reverby spacey guitar yep which I said before we started the podcast that I had looked up the producers, and that's why I wanted to make sure. I was like, "Yeah, is it the same person who did that? Because it, it's just a cool guitar sound. I liked it. Yep. This The end of this song made me realize that I I like Poppy's vocals. Yeah. I like the... She sings... That's a big step for She sings you, really I well. Think. I think yeah. that's, a, that's an interesting big step. It is. A, Coming from someone who, as mentioned previously, didn't like female vocals. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting to me. And I, I agree. I think she can sing very well. Yeah. And also, uh, I think at this point in the album, uh, if not before, at this point, there are some screams from oh, yeah. Poppy in the background. Just like they're, they're kind of like one and done kind of things. There's yeah. not like she's screaming like a chorus or screaming words per se. Yeah. Um, but you can hear her like just screaming in terror or yeah. whatever in the background, which I think is kind of an interesting touch. And that happens throughout the album a little bit. Yeah. Um, I probably need to stop shaking the table so much because it keeps rattling the cup. Oh no! <laughs> but uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so this song is kind of like a lot of the songs. It kind of it goes up and down and up and down as far as like intense hardcore stuff, yeah. and um, less uh, less expected poppier kind of chorus stuff. Um, but that's that's going to be a recurring thing. That has been a recurring thing. Um, but yeah, good track, definitely. Clearly, clearly about Mars Argo, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. Um, but uh, next track is Fill the Crown. This is the one I was talking about. This is the one you were talking about. <laughs> uh, this was another single for the album. With the music video. With the music video. Did you watch the music I video? I watched the music video. Good. It was it was a cool music video. It's, it's an interesting it. music video, and I think it gives more context to um, the fact that she is moving away yeah. from old Poppy. Yeah. She, it... it for those who haven't seen it, A, go watch it. 
But if you don't want to watch it, it starts off with her emerging from some like pod, cryo chamber, some, some cryo chamber yeah. pod thing. Um, and she, there's two pods in this room. She walks over and sees uh, a version of herself in the other pod yeah. that has notably what looks like a circuit board implanted yeah. inside of her. Uh, and this is relevant because her previous album, uh, "Am I a Girl," oh yeah, was <laughs> okay, uh, was in in character. Poppy was an android. She was created. There's like a whole lore to this. Shit. Okay, what? <laughs> uh, so she was an android on the previous album. Yeah, that was made in a factory. She wasn't really sure what she was, and her last album was kind of dealing with that. Yeah, uh, this album specifically in the music video for the song is very clearly her getting away from that. Yeah. Uh, in canon, I guess, it, it, it is, she has transferred her soul into a new body yeah. that is not a robot, yet looks exactly like her yeah. old body. You know, whatever. It's, it's science fiction. It's yeah. fine. It's, yeah. it's, it's cool. Um, second most notable part of this song to me is the vocalist. There is, there is a male vocalist. Is it Marilyn that Manson? That sounds like Marilyn Manson. Because it sounds so much like him. <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> nearly identical to it, you might say. Um, So the thing is, there was a lot of speculation on this track. Um, No credits have been given. Okay. Nobody knows if that's Marilyn Manson or not. (gasps) Um, Another, at the time, leading fan theory, at the time of this music video coming out that I saw, was that it was Ghost Main. Ghost? Okay. Who is uh, a rapper... Apparently, oh, okay. Uh, I hadn't listened to him. I looked up one track just to see if I could like compare the vocals. Yeah, it's not him. Okay. Uh, she came out and said it was not Ghost Main. They okay. were dating at the time, which oh, I think is, is okay. why there was that that uh, stigma. But it it's fake. Okay. It's not Ghost Main. Is it Marilyn Manson? I don't know. Yeah. It could be. It could not be. We don't know. I'm putting my bets in that. that it it's sounds him. so much like it Marilyn has Manson, to be him. Like, which is is cool because it means. If that is the case, yeah. then Marilyn Manson has not only heard of Poppy, but has agreed to, to be, be on, on an album yeah. with Poppy. Which, which seems like something he could do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean he's, he's he as a person is a very interesting dude, yeah. obviously, but he's a very cool dude. Yeah. He has very grounded, I think, um, ideas and, and perceptions on the music industry yeah. and society as a whole. Yeah. Like if you haven't listened to Marilyn Manson, if you haven't somehow heard of Marilyn Manson, yeah. I don't I don't know how that happens. Watch his Bill O'Reilly interview if you want. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, he's an interesting person. <laughs> uh and it I I think there is a stigma about Marilyn Manson specifically, which he cultivated. Yeah, he totally it's, did. It's not unfair. Or he um, played into it at least. Yeah, like. absolutely. <laughs> Where he's some like antichrist yeah. like Whatever, like the whole Satan and rock and roll, yeah. metal, whatever. Yeah, he, he totally... like he ran with it. Yeah, um, it's it's all in in good fun. Yeah, he's not Satan. Yeah, he's definitely. Well, I, don't, I can't say definitively one <laughs> way or the other. That is fair. That is fair. Maybe we should have get into. I've never met Satan, so that's, that's true. Uh, check out his music. Yeah, um, it might be hard to to get into. Um, so maybe if we do a podcast on musical gateways, we can kind of like. Maybe we can focus on even artists. Yeah. Well, I feel point. like this album yeah, would be true. a good gateway. That's true. So if you listen to Blood Money by Poppy, uh, which has strikingly Marilyn Manson-esque vocals, yeah. uh, and you like it, maybe check out some of the Marilyn Manson's yeah. other stuff. There's a lot of weird shit in Marilyn Manson's discography that may be still hard to, to follow. Yeah. But uh, it's worth a listen. Yeah. He has some, he has some good hits. I, uh, I agree. 
and I honestly I haven't listened to his entire discography. Yeah, I haven't but, either. But uh, what I've heard, I like. Yeah, it's it's interesting enough. Um, another band which is very similar, I think, that could be a gateway. Which I'm derailing this podcast. <laughs> um, Avatar is a big band yeah. currently that has similar vocals, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I so agree. If you if you weren't crazy about Blood Money, but maybe liked his vocals in it, uh, but like Avatar, goals to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think it's a clear influence for Avatar. Yeah, um, not a band that I personally enjoy. Yeah. But uh, we did see them live, though. We so. did. <laughs> we, we both saw them live. But that's that's we've we've derailed. We've, enough. we've totally we need derailed. to rein it back in. Fill the crown is the track we're talking about. Um, the 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 music video is her leaving her robot self. Yeah. Um, becoming the next iteration of Poppy that is more human, and also there is this dark uh, figure that could be like a, a Satan esque yeah. figure, right? That so maybe she she made a deal. Yeah. With him to to get out of her robot form, I'm which not... it's le- leading back into I guess the religion. Yes, that she th- could have talked about in Blood Money. Yeah, there and I, I realized I I was looking at the track. Oh, on, you were saying TV Blood Money instead of Blood Fill the Crown. I meant Fill the Crown for all of this, um, because Blood Money was the last track we played. We'll and fix it in post. There. We'll fix it in post because we have a post. <laughs> we have a, a wide team. Um, but yeah, this this definitely has a religious feel to it. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would take it as far as, as I guess it's not really a stretch. Uh, right. At some point, she mentions poisoning families and poisoning the children. Yeah. Or I guess go- Marilyn Man- not Marilyn Manson yeah. uh, sings about like poisoning the families, yeah. the children, the leaders being, being blind. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that kind of reeks of religion. Yeah. Right? The, the, the second thing religion is known for, other than being God saved me, is, is that religion is a cult. Yeah, and, and infecting it's, the it's minds infecting, of the masses. It's brainwashing. It's the opiate of the masses, it's the opiate as of that the masses. one guy said once. That one guy. <laughs> uh, also, very Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's uh, he, he a super Marilyn Manson viewpoint. Like, yeah, yeah. So it, it's not a stretch to say it's Marilyn Manson on yeah. the track, but we don't know. Yeah. Which is kind of upsetting to me. Yeah, I, I want like to know. knowing things. I want to know. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting track. It's yeah. not my favorite track on the album, yeah. uh, musically, but it's good. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I don't think there's a bad track on this album, personally. But I Honestly, I don't either. Cool. There was no... There was no point where we are just like, yeah. eh. Especially because all the tracks are three minutes long. It's That's like, true. That's true. They don't stick around too long. Yeah. So, so. They, they present their ideas. They change enough that it keeps That's you true. engaged. It's very like, fresh. Every, yeah. every 30 seconds, it's a new song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which could be a turnoff for some, I suppose. Uh, I know specifically our friend Levi oh. doesn't even like it when like Kendrick Lamar has uh, two sections of oh, the song. So changed. he didn't like to pimp a butterfly. Is that what you're saying? I don't I don't know. I'll have to ask him you, about you that. You better ask him. Um, but even, even on Kendrick's first album, yeah. uh, we're derailing a little bit again. But, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> but even on Kendrick's first album, uh, there are several songs that are two songs kind of combined into one, like the art of peer pressure and yeah. stuff like that. Do I need to pull up my phone recorder? You keep looking at this like it's about to die. I just started recording on okay. my phone because we have one minute left on this recorder. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's sketchy. Uh, I will do the same uh, right now. Okay. Anyways, we're good. We're gonna keep this playing. Um, I can't move Sorry, my phone over. I didn't want to distract you, but I was like, oh my god, this no, is vital yeah, right now. That is vital. And I saw you pull it up uh, ahead of time, and I was like, maybe I should do the same. I should have just went with it instead of calling it out, but this, no. we're we're still working out the kinks yeah. on this podcast. So next time we'll make sure we have our, shit, to, our shit together. Um, I thought 400 megabytes would be enough space. Yeah, to... I wonder what the quality is like on this thing. Uh, for for uh, context for the listeners, 
Last episode we recorded strictly on our phones. Yeah. Which was okay. Yeah. Not great quality. It was fine enough. Um, what ended up happening is that we each had our own file that had ourselves being clearer than the other yeah. because of the way we positioned our phones. Um, and there was still a lot of background noise that was picked up. Uh, Joey has a recording device. Um, I'm not really sure what it's called. Uh, Tascam. A Tascam. Shout out to Tascam. Shout out to Tascam. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a little microphone recorder, um, that has a SIM card in it or not a SIM card, a SD card, yeah. a micro SD card. Um, so we're recording on that for now yeah. uh, and now on our phones as well. For the first 40 minutes. For the first 40 minutes. Has it been 40 minutes? It's been 40 minutes. Oh man, this is a longer Let's one. Let's keep going. We're going. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get through this, uh, cause I've got, maybe the, the last section is going to have a bit more spiel to it. So this yeah. might be an hour long. Um, but we're going to keep on going. Uh, the next track. Uh, after fill the crown is nothing I need. Another another three uh, minute song ish. It's, it's a halfway point of the album. Yeah, I like it because it starts off almost like R and B. Yeah, it's very like slow. It's a very groovy, it's like it's the center of the storm. Yeah, it's it's the eye of the storm in that like it's it's in the middle. It's the like the middle track. If there could be one. Yeah. Um, half the album is gone, and this is just kind of like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. It's like taking a break. It's saying, "Hey, we, we've we've just drowned you in all of these weird sounds yeah. and this metal and this back and forth. We're gonna take a second just to like relax." Yeah, uh, especially because uh, "Fill the Crown" it kind of ends on like an indie pop yeah. vibe, and then it goes into yeah, this. it flows very well. Yeah, I think um, lyrically, because because I care so much about lyrics. <laughs> You're uh, a lyric man. I'm a lyric man, if ever there was one. Um, lyrically, it's it's mostly, it seems to me, about releasing material possession. Yeah. And saying, taking a step back and saying, I don't need this shit. Yeah. The song is nothing I need. Yeah. Right? It's focusing on where you are what with what you have and not chasing after, you know, uh, superstardom yeah. or more money or more things. It's just kind of saying, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. And I think that's, that's a good message. It is a good message. And it ties in to, um, I think it's the next one, maybe not, um, or maybe it's this one. No, it is. Uh, it ties into track eight a little bit, I think, oh, okay. with um, Bite Your Teeth. But uh, I'll explain that when we get there. <laughs> Jumping ahead. You're my guide. I'm, I'm guiding you through this. Well, I mean, uh, not necessarily from any particular context. Yeah, okay. But uh, I think it, it sets up something that is returned to Okay. in Bite Your Teeth. But yeah, nothing I need. Very chill. Yeah. It, it's short. It I think it's short. the shortest track on the album, right? It's two and a half, two, two yeah. minutes fifty seconds. Um, but it's it's a nice reprieve. Yeah. From the chaos yeah. that is this album, which it's good that the album can set it up that way. I like. Yeah. I like being taken on a journey. <laughs> yeah. And journeys get rough, but then they get better. It's sure. Like I don't know. And it's it's something that doesn't happen specifically in pop music often. Yeah. Rarely is a pop album a complete. Uh, experience, yeah. for lack of a better word, or adventure. It's more uh, like a list of singles. It's a list of singles, yeah. which I mean, it sells, yeah. and that's why they do it. Um, I I'm can make s- a million bucks doing it. I'd, I'd do it. And this is, uh, maybe it'll be maybe worth talking about in the ending and the wrap-up. Uh, this is from an artist named Poppy. Yeah. She's super poppy. She's super poppy. <laughs> Not going with uh, single, 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 yeah. but, but crafting an album. 
which is not something that happens in pop often. Not that it doesn't happen ever, yeah. but it's not uh, often that it happens. Uh, so that's interesting. The the track immediately after is sit stay. It ramps which, right back up. Yeah, it goes it goes hard immediately. Yeah, it's like a Euro dance beat just <laughs> immediately into the song, which is I like Euro dance. So yeah, it's it's I'm fun. For it. Yeah, sit stay. Lyrically, um, this this is actually the track that I was referring to. Okay. So it makes sense that it's right after it. Yeah, it seems to me, um, at least in one line. Uh, she says, welcome to the new starting line. Yeah. Um, something about uh, not being blinded by the stars in your eyes. Yes. Or something, which seems to me um, like a warning to people that are new in the industry. Right? Someone starting out that's chasing stardom. Yeah. That's saying, I want this. You need to say, hey, you need to, like, slow down. Yeah. You need to take a breath. You need to, like, not be blinded by this. Like, you, you don't need to end up, like all these stars you need to yeah. like focus on what you have yeah um, and i also got the vibe she was saying to stay away from it because you'll end up being powerless yeah like which this also made me think that it was written at a time where, where there's some 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 uh, tumultuous relations yeah. between them because maybe she felt powerless in the situation that she right. had entered with titanic sinclair and, and that could be the case yeah um but if it if that was the case she was still working with Titanic for this entire album. Yeah. So she might have passed it off as a guise of, like, fuck the label. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. Which, at the end of it, at the end of the song, she's just, like, repeating, I will not obey. Yeah. Which I didn't catch. It's very quiet and under a lot of noise at the end of the track. Yeah. Uh, I had to listen back to it after I found out about this. Um, but it's, it's almost hidden, like, a whisper of her just, like, saying, I will not obey. I will not. I Maybe will not she obey. added that in post. It could be. Um, so yeah, it, it seems kind of like a finger to the industry, yeah. um, to me or to Titanic Sinclair, yeah. you know, um, but it, it's, it's, like I said, I, I think it's more important as a warning to yeah. others saying like, you're going to get controlled you're, or people are going to try to manipulate you yeah. in this industry. Um, don't let it happen. Yeah. You know, don't get so blinded by money that you're willing to do anything. Yeah. Focus on who you are and your evolution. As a person, and your growth, I like it. Indeed, which also ties into the next track. So these these three tracks after this break are kind of all connected in my in my mind in my head canon. Yeah, bite your teeth is the next track. Uh, another shortish song. Two forty two. Two forty two. I had to look up the 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 meaning of this per se. The mm-hmm. uh, bite your teeth. It's a quote that they heard, or that she heard, um, from Alan Watts, which I, I should have looked into who he is. I didn't. He's great. I don't know who Alan Watts is, but his he quote he's quoted as saying, trying to define yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth. Yes. Which is interesting. It's a good quote. It's a good song. To all the <laughs> listeners out there, listen to everything Alan Watts so has who, available. We, we can take a, take a quick sidebar. Who's Alan Watts? And why should I care? Okay, so he was, I mean... He was a philosophy, I'm pretty sure he was a professor. I know he gave, like, not lectures. seminars, lectures, yeah, lectures would be the word, on philosophy about freeing yourself, kind I guess, that's how I took it. I mean, I guess it's open to interpretation. Sure. But he was As the philosophy guy. want to do. <laughs> yeah. He was, he talked about, one of the most memorable things I can remember is him talking about humans like to put things in boxes and straight lines never appear in nature. Right. So, labeling things, defining yeah. things. Yeah. And just talking about 
becoming a wiggle and define it was the bigger wiggle look look that up bigger wiggle <laughs> bigger wiggle. alan watts it's an intense intense lecture just talking about how we have a need to define things a need to put labels on things and then put those labels in boxes and, yeah, and how it, it's, it's pointless it's so pointless that it's like trying to bite your own teeth yeah exactly <laughs> which is the point of the song um it's it's not something that can be done, really, yeah. or shouldn't be done. Yeah, definitely not. Biting your uh, teeth would hurt. Biting? How would you? Like, I mean, you can't Ooh, even that sound. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> it's not great musically. Um, this track, I think, has the biggest breakdown oh, at the yeah. end of it. Uh, worth listening to, definitely. As is this whole album, especially because tying back to I disagree and how you said she had Japanese yeah influence in the past, and you related it to baby metal there's i think it's the first chorus sounds just like a j-pop song yeah like yeah i think she's poppy is very much influenced by japanese culture yeah which i think is interesting it makes for a good album yeah definitely uh and honestly like i i I don't know this but i feel like there's there's uh possibly some overlap in the crew of this album and maybe baby metal uh maybe that's a stretch i could I can see it. Uh, I need. I need. To, I should probably look into that before claiming something as ridiculous as yeah. that. Um, considering you know, baby metal is in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but very similar feels. I think. Uh, I'm. I'm. I want to say I'm the biggest baby metal fan, but I enjoy. It. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun to listen to sometimes. Um, but that's not what we're here for. No. Well, uh, not yet. Not yet. We can at some but, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess at some point we could. Um, but yeah. So there's this huge breakdown at the end. Um, that's kind of like a climax uh, yeah. of like the second half of this album. Definitely. Um, and the reason I say that is because the next track, Sick of the Sun, is is very like... Slow. Sh- it's very slow. It's kind of shoegazy. It's kind of like... It's it's floaty. It's, it's my favorite song. Is it? It's my favorite song. Interesting. Why is it your favorite song? Okay, so I just... Like, the guitar comes in and it's super reverby, spacey. I like shoegaze yeah. type music, I sure. guess, where you can just kind of space out to it. Her vocal melody, it reminds me, like, it. it's one of those things that, like, it makes me nostalgic for, like, a song that I don't even think I've ever listened to. That is a great review of a song if I ever heard one. Like, I, it just takes me back to a place, but it's like I can't place where I know it from. Yeah, and I think that's, that's something music in general is good at, yeah. is... is... If it's done well, like this song, yeah. uh, it kind of captures a feeling. Yeah. In in words, in in melodies, in in structure, um, I think the song is, in in my opinion, pretty clearly about uh, being in a depression. Yes. Kind of thing. It's I'm sick of the sun. It needs to go away. Yeah. I just want to be locked in a room by myself. Yeah. And just kind of wallow in my sadness. Definitely. Kind of a thing. Which is a very interesting thing lyrically going on in this album. Uh, I think that that's not necessarily out of place, but it, it sticks out to me yeah. as not necessarily coherent with the rest of the album. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. I love this track. Uh, not my favorite track, I don't think, but it, it's it's a good way to tie up the album. Yeah, because with it being the second to last track, I think it does a great job of kind of transitioning. Yeah. To the end. Where it's like you had the middle of middle of the album kind of 
slow down, like yep. break, the eye of the storm, yep. and then this is kind of like rounding it out for the end. Absolutely. And so, yeah, it's this. It's almost like a play yeah. in like three acts, yeah. in a way. and we're, we're entering the third act, the, the resolution, after that climax of uh, Bite Your Teeth, yeah. where it just ends on that heavy, heavy break breakdown, uh, kind of goes into this chill thing, and it's it's good. I, I think it's good for her to write about this stuff if she's feeling that that depression. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big mental health advocate. Like, yeah. go get help. Even if, if you don't need it, just- yeah, like, absolutely. Everyone has to, something that they can talk yeah. about therapy, and I think it'll do you some good. To just maintain, like, yeah, being a human's hard. It is. Exist- life, life sucks. How my my old motto used to be: existing is exhausting, and it just is. Gotcha. <laughs> it is, and it, it perpetuates. Yeah. Um. So go get help if you need help. Uh. Or, honestly, music is therapy. Sometimes yeah. I think even just hearing songs when you're in a specific like, uh, mindset or mood can help you get out of it or change your perspective on yeah. things. Or at the very least, relating to it. Yeah. Right? The, can, that's that's the, the root of all, all like, pop music yeah. is being relatable. Yeah. Right? Obviously, it's been bastardized to an extreme. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think it's it's that's why music has such power is yeah. being able to relate to it. Yeah. Especially because, like, you can't put... There's some things you just can't put into words. Yeah. And it's like... And if you can find music to do that for you... Yeah. Like... Like the song does, like you said, it, it makes you feel nostalgic for something that maybe didn't even exist. Yeah, it's just it it takes you to uh, maybe a time period, or or even like uh, just a feeling, an emotion that maybe you had. Yeah, at one point in your life, um, and you kind of relate on a deeper level than just lyrics. Yeah, which is fascinating. Yeah, because it really it wasn't even the lyrics; it was her vocal melody on yeah. top of the guitars, and then like the layered vocals in like that first chorus. It yes. was just. Something about it. I don't. I don't. I can't. Yeah, you can't define can't des- it. Yeah, I can't describe it. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's totally that's, that's what music's for. I, th- I think it's great. Um, leading us to the ultimate track, the, the final track. Don't go outside. Uh, this is very much a good ending track. Yeah. In the sense that if this is a three act play, mm-hmm. it it finishes what it needs to finish. And then it, even at the end, uh, this is a six-minute song, yeah, which is twice the length of most of the other tracks. Uh, and the reason for that is, is there's like an initial song, yeah, uh, which is "Don't Go Outside," yeah, which to me uh, sounds a bit like she's criticizing fearmongering, yeah, in general from the media. That's what I got out of it, yeah, was that like you shouldn't go outside. There's it's there's no reason to go outside. It's yeah. chaos. It's shitty. Like stay inside, be in your cocoon, yeah. which. Makes me think of fear mongering. Yeah, because that one, there's a lyric in there that's like, suck the fear in through your eyes. Yeah. Talking, like, in the previous line was about television. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Especially because it comes after Sick of the Sun and then saying, yeah, don't go outside. Yeah, it's like, I'm depressed. Don't go outside. Yeah. Just stay where you are. Be be in your. Be complacent. Yeah. Or be, some, something. I don't know. Be, be afraid. Be sad. Be whatever. Yeah. Just don't think for yourself. Yeah. Don't go outside. Don't form your own opinions. Don't look for answers. Yeah. Just stay where you are. Which maybe that's a bit of, of an extreme uh, thought process to follow for me. But that's, yeah. that's what I got out of it. Um, the last half of the track is kind of a reprisal. Yeah. Right? Which is done, I think, a lot in theater. Um, and there, it, it brings back lyrics and melodies from the prior tracks. Yeah. 
um, a couple tracks notably. I think it, it has I Disagree. Yeah. The chorus from I Disagree. Um, I feel like it brings in a bit of concrete as well from the yeah, beginning of the I album. I remember it bringing in concrete. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of an interesting way to end the album, kind of like flashing back through it and saying, yeah. this is where we started. Well, this the, is where we are. The way the second half kicks off, like, we talk about ch- changing genres so much. Yeah. It almost goes into something that reminds me of Rush. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guitars and the drums, like, it almost sounds like it's starting a Rush song. Yeah. And I love Rush. Like, Joey's I, a huge Rush fan. I, I enjoy Rush. Yeah. Rest in peace, Neil Peart. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. It's, that's, 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 it just hit me, and I was like, I've heard... I haven't heard this before, but I I know the sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think there there's a lot of that in uh, a lot of her music is is that it's it is very much its own thing. Yeah. But there's a lot that you can pull in and and relate. Like maybe not as a direct inspiration. Do I know if Poppy's listening to Rush? I don't. Yeah. But is it a good guess that they have or someone yeah. on that team? Yes. Yeah. yeah, probably. And to me, it makes sense given that she's Poppy. It seems. To be very much in the pop culture. Right. And if you're taking inspiration from things, taking things that people know. Yeah. And forming them into your own, like, that's that's internet culture. That's yep. memes. That's cover, cover albums. Like, you're just taking other things that people have made and kind of... Making it your own. Making it your own, forming your own thing. Yeah, making something new. Um, which I think has value. Yeah. I think definitely. there's absolutely value in it. Um, yes, obviously... You shouldn't just do covers, yeah. right? If you're if you're wanting to be a band, you shouldn't limit yourself and say I'm only going to do pre-existing songs, yeah, because that'll get stale and it's not nearly as creative as oh, yeah. creating, right? Yeah, there are some really good covers. There, yeah. there's no doubt about that, and there's no denying that that covers can change the mood of a song, yeah. and make it into something else. But uh, it's also very important to make your own, yeah, uh, style and sound, which I think Poppy's done. Oh yeah, I think. She is, is, there's a constant trend of artists trying to mix genres currently. Yeah. I think that's happening. Um, and maybe it's been happening longer and I just haven't focused on it. But uh, everyone wants to find something new and they're, they're getting that by pulling in aspects of various genres and kind of matching them together and seeing what works. Yeah. Um, and it works because it's interesting. It's new. It, it's something to talk about. Definitely. And uh, in this case, it's fun to listen to. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to listen to. It definitely is. And I think they nailed it. Um, so that's the end of the album. What did you think of, of the album? And then I'll, I'll give a lot more context yeah. for things. I was extremely surprised by this album. Because, like you said, in the past, I have had an aversion away from female vocalists. Sure. Which I've been actively making an effort to fix. Because... I don't know. Originally, it kind of started off as a, oh, I can't, re- like, well, we talked about the whole thing in high school. It's like, I I can't listen to it because it's yeah. taboo. And then It's it, not cool. Yeah, and then it kind of turned into a, I can't really relate because I'm, I'm, I'm a man. guy. I yeah. can't relate to that. Yeah, women have their problems yeah. and men have their problems. I got my problem, like, yeah. yeah, which is just dumb. It's foolish. Yeah. 100%. It's ignorant. And then, lately... Punk rock is actually what got me into it because we'll we'll save this for another thing. But like bands like Bikini Kill and stuff like that. Never or, heard of them. Yeah, it's 
Interesting. Female punk rock bands. That sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> ironically, or maybe not ironically, but um, there very much was that stigma when we were younger yes. of listening to female vocals. Not cool. Yeah. You're going to get made fun of. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, now, where I'm at is I enjoy female vocalists ten times more often than I do male vocalists. Really? And I'm not sure why that is. Uh, maybe ten times is a bit extreme. I, I, I don't have anything against most male vocalists, yeah. but I think I have a tendency to listen to more female-led music now, well, which it, is weird. They could have came... No, I don't want to be couch psychologist, whatever. No, that's what, we're, that's what this is for. This I is mean, therapy, like, right? We've listened to just only exclusively male vocals. And that's true. Our whole lives, whatever. So it's a different sound. But you're exploring it. Yeah. It's, it's something new. It's a new land. There's a lot of male vocalists you can listen to and just be like, I know that guy. Like, Yeah, I've heard him a hundred times. Yeah, I've heard him so many times. Yeah. Like, whatever. And now it seems like there are more female vocalists being, good female vocalists being... That's true. Given chances and pushed. Opportunities. It's yeah. society advancing, yeah. hopefully. Hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, Paramore is my favorite band. There you go. They literally changed my life, um, which is a discussion in itself. <laughs> um, but but Haley Williams is above and beyond, in my opinion. She's a cool, uh, cool lady. She's a cool, she's a cool chick. <laughs> but that's that's not that's not here. Um, so now I'm going to give you uh, my context. Yeah. For the album, uh, we kind of dipped into the the legal aspect of it. Mars Argo existing prior to Poppy, yeah. the breakup. The, the creation of Poppy, the suing of Poppy. Um, kind of a wild ride uh, that's still kind of outstanding. And behind all that, Poppy has been evolving as an artist. Yeah. Or this project has been been transitioning. There's there's It's like in a constant flux. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just going to go album by album uh, and maybe sprinkle in YouTube stuff because uh, I think that's important to discuss as well. So you got a Bubble Bath EP. It's like four or five songs. The biggest hit is Low Life, mm-hmm. which even if you don't think you've heard it, you might have heard it in passing. Okay. It was a pretty successful single, um, but it had kind of like a weird like reggae feel to it okay. al- almost. But the rest of the album was kind of standard pop. Um, I don't think at that point there was a lot of satire in it. And the reason that's relevant is because the first album hits, Poppy.Computer. It is a satire album about pop music. It's very meta, right? Okay. She's named Poppy. At this yeah. point. Um, and leading up to this album, I think it was before the album dropped, um, is her YouTube fame. Like, prior to Bubble Bath, she was doing covers, and she got somewhat successful, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, if she were able to make music and an EP and an album and stuff. But um, between that Poppy's Bubble Bath and uh, Poppy's Poppy.Computer, she had this weird YouTube cult kind of thing going on. Uh, she would post videos that some of which were satire, mm-hmm. some of which were very clearly like mocking the YouTube culture. Yeah. Um, some of it is mocking religion uh, in that she was building her own religion, it seemed. Um, it, it was very much making fun of something by doing that thing. Yeah. There's a big, uh, I think one of her more successful ones is just her like endorsing Doritos and Monster. <laughs> right. Um, which I get, it's satire, and it, it they did it well, I think. Um, but then it started getting weirder and weirder and got less satire and more just like, what can we get views from? Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, she was talking to a plant yeah. at one point. The plant is a character. 
it has a voice. Uh, there's also Charlotte the Mannequin that has a voice, um, and they, they get into a fight. There's a whole lot of lore. At that point, I was into to watching it because it was like, haha, it's, it's funny and weird. Yeah. Right? And then it, it got weirder and more culty, and then she released the album. Um, like I said, I have a shirt that says, I'm not in a cult led by Poppy mm-hmm. because there was very much a cult uh, appearance to it. Yeah. And it was intentional, right? She released a Bible. You can, I think it's still for purchase. You can buy uh, a Poppy Bible. Well, there you go. I don't know what's in it. I haven't bought it. Um, Come on. Because at that point, I was like, this is going a bit far. Yeah. Right? You're releasing a gospel. And I, I, I get it. It's satire. But is it really satire at this point? Um, so I kind of withdrew a little bit. Um, I think before that withdrawal happened, uh, Poppy.Computer released. It is synth pop. It yeah. is bubblegum synth pop. It is... I, I don't think you would like this album. Like, I didn't think you would like this, but I really don't think you would like her first album. Well, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's we might uh, go through the discography and talk about it, or maybe just, just one-on-one yeah. uh, off the podcast. Um, I don't think my thing's recording. I just realized. Well, mine is. Okay, it is. It just didn't show the little icon. Anyways, um, Poppy Dot Computer is a very synthy, satirical album mm-hmm. about pop music. Um there's not really a cohesive theme to the album. Um, the tracks are kind of random and scattered, but she introduces her love for fashion. That's also done in her YouTube videos. She wears these extremely ridiculous-looking outfits made of vinyl and plastic that just have things all over the place. Um, there's a lot going on. It's very, like, avant-garde fashion yeah. kind of stuff that she's getting into. So is this the wardrobe stuff that you were talking about? Yeah, and, and well, before, that, that kind of happened before, oh, I believe. Okay. So there, she was wearing, there were videos, some of those weird, like, satirical videos um, were literally copies of uh, Mars Argo videos, because Mars Argo also did some, some weird video stuff, yeah. I believe. And uh, when Poppy happened and they started doing YouTube videos, I think there are a few videos that Poppy is literally wearing the clothes that Mars Argo was wearing in her videos, saying the same things Mars Argo was wearing. So at that point, it's not really satire. Yeah. You're just being a dick <laughs> and just, like, clearly drawing that parallel, yeah. um, which I don't think is healthy. But um, there's songs like Moshi Moshi mm-hmm. on the first album, which the chorus is just like, Moshi Moshi, hi, hello. Like, it's it's pop music yeah. in an extreme satire form, right? It's There's not a lot of, like, cohesion to it. Um, the the ending track itself is just like one big satire uh, on pop music and it's a slow so like you have a lot of electronic uh, kind of synth pop up to the last track and then the last track is uh, an acoustic piece yeah right which stands out obviously at the end of the album uh, it's a decent album I don't hate it I don't love it uh, I think it's important for context um, but that brings us to her second album Am I a Girl so at this point, uh, I believe before the album release, she had a YouTube show, mm-hmm. like a YouTube Red premium show. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I didn't watch it, but uh, it was kind of diving into the lore of Poppy being an android or a robot that was, uh, I don't know, I think in the show she was an alien <laughs> or something. Uh, I don't think it was a factory thing, but in the album, I Am a Girl was very much uh, her being constructed at a factory of the lead single. uh, I think it was your time is up. Don't quote me on that. Um, But it's, it's the whole album is kind of her not being sure how to handle a, her fame that she's gotten Mm -hmm. and b the fact that she's a robot 
like uh, she was created for this to be a pop star. Yeah. Kind of a thing, which uh, I guess is satirical in itself because pop is very much produced. Oh yeah. It's very uh, factory made kind yeah. of kind of a deal. Um, very formulaic by the books. Yes, type. that's yeah. what I was looking for. Formulaic. Um, so it, it's she's expressing herself as an android, as a humanoid robot, and kind of uh, dealing with that, Am I a Girl, yeah. is the title track on the song, where she's just like saying, Am I a girl? Am I a boy? Sometimes I'm masculine, sometimes I'm feminine, which I, I think has greater context yeah. to it, but uh, I'm not going to get into the discussing each individual track. <laughs> um, but So most of that album is very synth-heavy. It's not as bubblegum pop as the first yeah. album, but it's it's synth pop, and it even like she did a Gary Newman cover, uh, not on the album, but oh, just, uh, just as a single yeah. before the album released. Um, well, if she's asking, "Am I a girl or am I a robot?" It makes sense that it would go towards a <laughs> yeah, synth. yeah, yeah. So it's it's very synthetic, and it's a very good album. I think I like it musically a lot more than her first album um, because it, it's got a good feel to it. Yeah. Um, but the last two tracks, I believe. Start dipping into what concrete starts as. Okay. Right? So there's this kind of evolution where it's bubblegum pop that ends on a bit more like folky, kind of acoustic piece. And then there's uh, kind of a, a, a gap where it starts as uh, a synth thing, mm-hmm. a lot of like electronic feels, which makes sense. She was on uh, Diplo's label. Yeah. He's done a lot of like electronic stuff as well. Um, but then it ends, uh, and I don't know if this was on the album, this might be on the Choke EP. Uh, she has a song with uh, Fever 333, which is, I believe, a metal act. Um, and she also has a song with Grimes, which is another uh, electronic uh, female uh, interesting musician. I actually haven't listened to a lot of Grimes stuff. She ju- Grimes just released an album uh, this, this past Friday. Uh, and I listened to that because I was like, oh, I've, I've, I've seen Grimes as a feature. Yeah. Uh, so I looked at it. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, the last two tracks... Uh, I think the last track is called Play Destroy mm-hmm. or something, and it's it's very much a transition into what becomes I Disagree musically, in that it like it has a lot of the, the guitar chugging and, and like the breakdowns and like just kind of chaos lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. That leads into I Disagree. And I Disagree starts that way, and then by the end of it it gets kind of a little bit more alternative and kind of like sick of the sun, don't go outside. It's a bit more like chill. So I, I'm interested to see if, after Titanic Sinclair has left the project, if she continues to transition, mm-hmm. or if she's going to stick with metal, or, or what, what she's going to do. I, I think I'm along for the ride regardless. Yeah. I, be, I, I will say, because I didn't clarify, um, between Poppy.Computer and MI Girl is when I kind of fell out of the Poppy okay. culture. Because it, again, it was getting very, very culty, <laughs> and it didn't seem like it was a joke anymore yeah. at, at certain points. Uh, and I'd seen Poppy live, yeah, and it was culty in in a funny way. Like at, at the show, they handed out Kool Aid yeah. for people to drink, right? Which is very much like making fun of cult culture. But um, yeah, and and then um, I, I got back into her uh, after the release of Am I a Girl. Uh, I was I was kind of hesitant at the the start, but the musically it's so much better yeah. than Poppy Dot Computer. I'm like, okay, she's actually doing music now. She's not just they're not just doing this as like a joke. That Poppy Dot Computer kind of felt like yeah, like this is this is legit music. Yeah, this could totally be just her primary thing. Which right. I guess it oh is now. Yeah, Probably. we'll see. I don't know. So I don't know <laughs> the the band members that were used. I don't know who uh, wrote and recorded the guitars. 
we have producer credits. I don't know who any of these people are. Um, so I'm not sure with the breakup if those were like Corey's bros that are like not going to work with her anymore yeah. or if they're more on her side. Um, there's a lot of drama about even that breakup. Uh, I'm not sure specifically why it happened. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of research because there's a lot of speculation still. Yeah. Um, but I, I wholeheartedly believe that uh, Mariah is a victim in this case. Yeah. She was clearly being used by Corey. I say clearly. This is. I'm, I'm not going to take a hard stance on yeah. this because I don't know. The facts uh, aren't out yet. The facts aren't all out. There is that Mars Argo lawsuit, yeah. which there, there's some convincing evidence in that. Yeah. I believe there's a video, I believe, of uh, Corey Mixture smashing wine glasses when he's just like drunk and, and yeah. being quote unquote abusive, you know, whatever, yeah. which well, isn't great. And that, that was a thing that I read is that like she had made Britney Sheets, Mars sure. Argo, had yep. made allegations against him on like abuse, manipulation type stuff. And yeah. Mariah, Poppy now, like dismissed it. And yeah. then she kind of... Maybe she opened her eyes. Yeah, went like, back on it or something. Yeah, and I think that's that's very possible. Um, because she's young. Yeah. Mariah is like 23 she's now. Younger than I am. She's young. Uh, which means at the start of it, she was very much like an, a nubile young girl coming yeah. to Los Angeles to make music. Meets Titanic Sinclair, this guy with... Uh, an ex yeah. that he wants to continue like he wants to like make himself big and like say fuck you to, to Mars Argo you know kind of picks her up and says hey you're gonna do this we're gonna be rich yeah it's gonna work out it worked out yeah but, but now she was she's she was now a tool yeah and she wasn't uh, necessarily be, being what she wanted to be so I'm interested to see what the next chapter of Poppy is Definitely. if there is one I really hope there is uh, I don't think she plans on stopping uh, I am gonna go see her she's still touring yeah uh, she is touring with Gojira and Deftones. Oh. So I'm going to go see them in Nashville this year in oh, August, man. I think. Lucky. Uh, so that'll be a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going for Deftones and Gojira yeah. and aren't going to understand what's happening with Poppy. <laughs> um, but maybe it'll it'll be a good yeah. uh, shared shared interest <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm a fan of Poppy. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of Deftones. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. Which is why I'm uh, a firm believer of gateway musicians and, and artists, which we can talk about another day. Uh, I initially wasn't crazy about Deftones. I saw Deftones live. They opened for System of a Down, and yeah. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care about them. Yeah. Uh, and I regret that, <laughs> which is why I'm going to go see them now. Because uh, now I have a, I'm a better understanding or, or respect for, the, for what they do. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say about this album. I love this album. I like Poppy. Uh, I like her discography. First album is the weakest of the three. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't find myself listening to it often. Uh, Am I a Girl is a good album. I would recommend listening to that at the very least if you want on your own time. I'll probably listen to that one next um, and then make my way to the first. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I should mention between... Um, oh, yeah, you mentioned the Choke EP. The Choke EP. Between Am I a Girl and I Disagree, there was an EP of like three songs. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually where that, that Fever 3 through 3 feature comes in. Um, there's like two or three songs on it. It's a pretty short EP. Uh, one of them is Choke. One of them... Uh, nope, can't remember it. I was going to say it. Don't remember. Uh, it's an interesting EP. Uh, it kind of ramps up into this album as yeah. well. Um, so it's not necessarily needed to get the context, but I, I think the evolution of Poppy musically and personally is something that that is interesting and worth talking about, which is why I chose the album. Yeah, there we go. But, and, and we did it. We talked about it. 
so yeah, that's that. Next week, for or this this coming week, we are going to be listening to uh, Nana Grizzle. Nana Grizzle. It's is, a is band that, name. Is that how you pronounce it, Nana? Nana Grizzle, Nana you know, Grizzle. I, I think I think it's Nana Grizzle. That's how I've always said it. I have never looked it up. Never looked up a pronunciation. Yeah, but maybe we, maybe maybe by next week yeah. we will. The album is "Love It, Love It," and I love it. Joey it's, Joey loves it, loves it. Yeah. I shouldn't have told you that. I, I for mean, the record, fine. I try to leave literally all all possibilities. All, poss- all yeah. All, I don't. I don't want to. Whenever I'm, you don't giving, want to lead me. Yeah, whatever conclusion. Yeah, whenever I'm giving you albums, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I really like this album. I don't want to be the guy that's like, sure, love this album too, please. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And I think I think we're both mature enough in our like musical journeys that that's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I, I'm completely fine with dissociating. There's a lot of shit you listen to that I'm not going to be crazy about. Yeah, and I've accepted. that. I'm kind of worried that this. I, I'm not worried, but I kind of have. You an want inkling. me to like it. And well, and, and you, you think this, I won't? The only thing is, this album. God, I'm te- I'm saying too much. I'm gonna leave. Just uh, it's fine. Okay, this album was just such a huge. It was an impact. It was. It had such an impact on me. Cool. And it, I, I'm just, looking forward to yeah. listening to it. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna love it. Love it. I can't guarantee I, that. I yeah. But uh, we'll see. I think I think it, the genres you listed for it was electronic and rock. I believe it was rock and pop. Rock and pop. Which pop rock. It's more of like a indie pop bedroom pop. It's rock. a super band as well. I think it's worth yeah. mentioning for for those who are going to be listening with us. Yeah. And I guess I'll go into it because why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean we got we got okay. all the time in the world. The, the lead singer uh, Theo Hilton. I believe that's his last name. I'm going to regret not knowing. <laughs> it's fun. This isn't going to come he, out. He if was, this releases yeah, them. Exactly, yeah. It's okay. fun. He was a lead singer in Defiance, Ohio, which is like more punky band. They're yeah. like actual, I'd say, punk. punk. And he was one of the singers in that band, also a guitar player. The horn section is from another band... A horn that section. Ha- that yeah. You've said too much. I know. It's I <laughs> that's why. But it's from Neutral Milk Hotel, which I've heard of. I yeah. haven't listened to. One of I, the, I know nothing about them, but I've heard the name. What I'm gonna put because they only have two albums. I'm gonna put both their albums on our list. Okay. But uh, but yeah. So it's got them, and then just some great other. Uh, the bassist is from another band in kind of that collective because Nana Grizzle. I'm gonna. God, I'm gonna man. spell this just for clarity. It's N A N A. G R I Z O L. Yeah, it's so if you're if you're trying to find this album, yeah, looking yeah. up Nana. Yeah, or Grizzle. And but their bassist is from another band in this collective, uh, Planet X Records, which I don't know. I don't think Nana Grizzle's really a part of, but it's kind of a collective of folk punk, pop punk, whatever sure. bands. And the bassist is one from one of those bands. I can't remember exactly which one now because it's not a band that I listen to as much as. The others. The others. Interesting. But, yeah. Interesting. I'm excited. Yeah. This, this should be good. I, I enjoy listening to your music recommendations because, like, I never know what I'm going to get. Yeah. It's, uh, this one is nothing like Dandy. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you have a very, um, not abstract, but kind of eclectic taste, yeah. I think. You like a lot of music that is a bit more sporadic. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways. Um, or at the very least, uh, non-pop. Yeah. This one is actually pretty 
decently poppy. Which is, which is why I'm kind of curious. It's more traditional, I guess, I would say. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, love it, love it. Nana Grizzle. Nana Grizzle. Nana Grizzle. <laughs> something. 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 We're, we're listening to that. Uh, I encourage you guys to uh, to listen to it as well. Yeah. And if you had thoughts on this poppy album, leave, leave your thoughts, discussions, yeah. comment sections everywhere. Yeah. Um, we put we, this? I think we're gonna we're gonna look into feedback loop. Yeah. Uh, see if we can obtain like a Twitter handle or uh, yeah. a Facebook or a YouTube channel uh, email address stuff associated with that. So uh, not that you're you're hearing this now that it matters. Yeah. Uh, we will put a disclaimer somewhere out on our social media if uh, that has changed. But I guess then you won't be able to find us because you won't know what we're called now. Yeah. So we don't know. Bear with us. Um, <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. We're we're working on this. Hopefully the audio quality from your Tascam is good and we can just use that if not I don't mind buying some mics we can we'll talk about that off that doesn't yeah. need to be discussed here <laughs> uh, so the audio quality is going to be improving um, but yeah so so leave us leave us some comments drop us yeah. get, was it like share and subscribe click yeah. the bell like comment and subscribe click that, the buy, bell. buy our merch that buy we, our, we yeah. totally have <laughs> Um, no, we're not like that. But I am. Maybe, maybe we'll I mean, we, like we need to sell ourselves uh, to, to a degree. Um, but yeah, in, until next time, uh, keep, keep on uh, grooving. Keep, yeah. keep listening to shit. Stay in our feedback loop. Stay in our feedback loop. We'll be here next time. Bye. <laughs>